On this episode of Sandlot's Sports, we discuss week two of the college football season. I can't stop smiling talking about Ohio State's loss. Week one of the NFL season, and I know the Devious Licks challenge is going on via TikTok or whatever it is, but Dorian talks about the challenge that he had back in middle school. You can't go left and right like I can. You can't go forward and backwards like I can. So okay, gonna... okay. And, and for our listeners, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to point this out. So the second we started talking about Jacksonville, Dorian disappears. He disappears. And as soon as BJ changes to Tyreek Hill, <laughs> yeah. Dorian shows back up. The camera comes back out. <laughs> so, so... Welcome to Sandlot Sports. I am Adam Capperson. I'm here with Dorian Curdy. What up, what up? And BJ Thomas. We have been blessed by the football gods. Week one of the yeah. NFL season was amazing. Well, we have, but maybe the ACC hasn't. So mm-hmm. I'm just, I'm kind of wondering like how the ACC conference call kind of went last last week with all the coaches. I was like, okay, guys, guys, we really got embarrassed with week one. Clemson came out late in egg. You know, North Carolina came out late in egg. Miami came out was 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 exposed. We really need this to, to work. And they're like, okay, I got it. Pittsburgh, we got we got Tennessee. We're good. Clemson, yeah, we're gonna bounce back. And like Florida State, and Miami. I mean, we're like back in the back just playing paper football or something. <laughs> man, ACC, man, like I don't, it, it seems they've been inflate, like it's been like the, the air has been taken away from the ACC, especially, um, dude, Florida State, like, That's they so, yeah, like, well, first off, did, uh, did McKenzie Milton, did he start against Jacksonville State or whoever they are? Who are they? Was it Jacksonville State? It's Jacksonville State. Does it yeah. matter who started? Does it matter? <laughs> I mean, Does at least matter. Give him a chance to least. Doesn't matter like, unless unless the other twenty twenty one starters were out. It doesn't matter. Like yeah. it was Jacksonville State. Yeah, they they should be able to out talent them. Out talent out talent them. They should big brother them. Which they should back them down in the post and do layups all day. Just that's <laughs> that's what they should do. And the fact that they weren't capable to bully them scares me. Well, well, don't worry. Matt Norvell came out and said that they're not going to give up on the season. Oh, of course not. I mean. <laughs> why not? Why why would you give up on the season? You just lost to Jacksonville State. There's no good reason to give up on the season. <laughs> <laughs> Recruits love that shit. That's I mean, high on the, That's high on their list. Is I mean, I Division two school. Yeah, I don't know what's worse: the fact that they lost on the last play of the game on a hill, practically a hail mary, or the fact that they only scored seventeen points against Jacksonville State. Mm-hmm. All of it's terrible. Yeah, yeah, but I think that's the point that we're missing: is Florida State recruits every year. I mean, they're top 20, 25 in recruiting, even offensive linemen. They're fairly top. There's no excuse to only score seventeen points against Jacksonville State. Zero. You're right. You're right. Um, I don't know, man. It's like, dude, I know Bobby Wait. Bobby Bowden's like turnover in his grave. Like, oh, garment. <laughs> hey, garment. That, that was terrible. But what we're also haven't gotten to yet is the fact that Florida State saved Miami from being in this conversation because Miami <laughs> only beat App State by two points. But the win is a win. Because, because of, a, of a blown two point conversion. A win is a win. <laughs> a win is a win. <laughs> a win is a win. <laughs> The same thing I can get. You sound like you sound like Buck fans who went up against the worst defense in the NFL last year and only won by two points. <laughs> well, okay, and so what what amazes me about the Miami game, not that they almost lost to App State because that that would have been just poetic, um, but they're still ranked and they're favored by six and a half over a quality Big Ten team. Y'all picked the wrong season to come for me over my SEC love. <laughs> <laughs> this coming from the guy that last week was like, oh, I picked the wrong year to have a podcast. LSU meet and got me embarrassed. <laughs> yeah, but I, I thought about that uh, last week after I said that. Not every other year, every third year, LSU does something stupid like 
that. Well, and and I guess the question really is: Is Ed Orgeron overrated as a coach? Not as a recruiter, but possibly as a coach. I mean, think about it. I mean, that 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 year two years ago, when he had Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase, um, Justin Jefferson, that offense was humming. But other than that, what has he done? Were those his recruits? That'd be a good question to ask. That I I don't know off the top of my head. Or did he just John Gruden the situation? It would not surprise me if 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 they were brought in before him. Just because if if they were there before him, all he did was take Tony Dungy's team to some ball games. Basically, what he did, he John Gruden the situation. Well, I I know Burrow was not his recruit because he was at Ohio State and he transferred to to LSU. Well, Um, if Ed Ed convinced him to come to LSU, then that would be Ed's good decision. So I'm I'm gonna go with this. So Ed started there in 2016. Okay, so more than likely those were his recruits. Those were his guys. But but look at this. Okay, so 2016, six and two because he he took over kind of halfway through the season. 2017, nine and four. 18, 10 and three. 19, that magical year where Burrow just took over college football. Last year, five and five, and this year, one and one. At LSU, he's 46 and 15. Now, is it any better than Les Miles when Miles was there? You know how it gets though. They just get sicky at some point in time to move on and find excuses. You know, you know how that is, especially in college football. I think I think what happens is like a coach will have a bad couple of years and the kids that only have like four to five years at this university flip out and like <laughs> and they're like, You're not gonna ruin my four years, fire and get somebody new in well, and, and I think which, the is, thing that, which just ruins their second two years in a different way. Yeah. But I think the thing with Miles is they kinda they they may have seen things coming down the pipe against Miles. Because don't forget he was fired at Kansas for stuff he did at LSU. You know, I, 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 yeah. So you know, you're gonna get in trouble, you might as well like really get in trouble. I mean it, the the three nineteen or two and nineteen record didn't help. Um, but yeah, he was fired at Kansas for stuff he did at LSU. Like, what the hell? How do you get talent to Kansas without paying for it? <laughs> I don't know. Whoa. I mean, well, and and that's the thing. Like with UCF going to the Big Twelve, you know, it, it, is it really? Does it really matter? Yes, Texas Tech and Oklahoma State are better than you know Memphis and um, I think Navy is in is in the American. But Kansas ain't much better. I mean. Seriously, the fans at Kansas stormed the field when they beat South Dakota State last week. And I, I saw that, I'm like, there, there's no I, excuse for that. I would, start, I would start assessing what the cost would be to transfer. Like, what, what would the cost on my life while it be to transfer from a school that just stormed the field for beating South Dakota State? Yeah. That's what I would try to figure out. Yeah. I mean, there, there was zero reason why a Power 5 school should have their crowd storm the field for beating a division at an FCS school. Zero. This I mean, is crazy. Yeah, I, I can't. I, I'm trying to back my brain. I mean, Michigan, I don't think at Michigan ever stormed the field the players have gone up the stands but because there was no reason to storm the field same with Miami I, I, I don't remember a time Miami or Florida stormed the field well, not even Syracuse have the fans storm the Michi- field Michigan has a, a false sense of importance it's their ego that doesn't allow them to storm the field well this is true but they still don't <laughs> <laughs> But that's Sorry. Yeah. No, it's fine. The Lions look really good this week. I had to get my dig in somewhere. The Lions look really good in garbage time. Look, <laughs> they, they got back to where it could be a problem. And they shouldn't have been allowed back in that game. They did no. some things right. Yeah. Well, and, sure. and I, I, I saw a stat, and we'll get to more into the NFL later, but that this is the third year in a row that Jared Goss has thrown a pick six against San Francisco. Like, how do you do that? Especially in two different teams. <laughs> Uh, stay in the division on one side and just be really consistent with your shittiness when you bring it over to a new division and just yeah. uh, schedule lined up perfectly for your shittiness to catch up to. I guess. I don't like picking on players, but I don't know, man. The biggest knock that 
I heard on him was that he wouldn't stay in the pocket and let the routes develop. Mm-hmm. Like that's that's what you're, that's your whole job. That's literally your whole job. Stay in the pocket, and let routes develop. I don't understand why you're having problems. This. I know, and it's not like he's a runner. And we'll, we'll get to Lamar Jackson like about that later. But I'll, we'll go back to college football for a second. So I would say probably the the biggest surprise was watching Ohio State lose. I, I was a pleasant surprise, but still was a surprise nonetheless. Yeah. And it wasn't so much watching them lose, although that was fun. It was watching how they lost. They had over 600 yards of offense, one turnover, and 28 points. That was it. And they basically just abandoned the running game, just completely abandoned it. And you're not going to win a title just completely relying on the passing game. You're not waiting for me to be sad or something, are you? No, 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 no. Oh, okay, I'm no, just no, making no, no, sure because I'm sure I'm not sad. No. Yeah. You know, Oregon. Oregon's a scary place because it's basically Nike University. So, I mean, if you don't get to go to the school you want, why not go to Oregon and play for Nike? Yeah, and especially now. Get the cool uniforms and top-notch coaches. And why not? Yeah. And then yeah. they come in, talent-wise, equal to Ohio State, I would say. Mm-hmm. Could be greater now, for all we know. And a broke Adams east to west myth, or <laughs> theory, excuse me. We don't know if it's a myth yet. We're working on it. But, I, I, I will do the research. But they broke that. Yeah. And beat a quality. Well, I thought it was a quality. I got to watch out what I say, because I don't really give the uh, the Big Ten a whole lot of credit. And then I call them a quality team. But it is the only the division so, in the conference. So that's okay. But they beat Ohio State in a good And it's just uh, interesting. And that Oregon could pull that off and beat them in such a way where the game really wasn't in jeopardy. Yeah, I mean, it, I mean, I, I was watching watching the game, and there was never a time where I was worried. About, oh, or you know, Ohio State's going to come back. Even when they had the two stops at the end, you know, hey, they got the ball back, and they could they can move the ball, and just there was never a time like mm, this. This game's in doubt. It's like no, yeah, they were no. up fourteen late in the fourth quarter, and that last yeah. 28, 28, t- 28 point touchdown, the one at the end there for Ohio State was just a little garbage cleanup. So yeah, yeah, it was definitely a bigger game than that. No. I like I like Oregon. Oregon's a fun team to watch. Well, and, and not only do they have the, the massive amount of uniforms, but you're right, they're just fun to watch because the offense is all up and down the field. Yes, it's motion and bubble screens and quick things and running quarterbacks. It's fun to watch. Yeah, well, and I, and I think the quarterback they, had, um, they have now isn't really that mobile. I and mean, I think he had a few running yards, but he was not like Mariota in the past. Yeah, I like seeing the read option with quarterbacks and option it's interesting what are you really going to do you can give us four yards here that'll be fine thanks well and just and a threat buddy just a threat yeah just. and that's why vince young was was so you know so impressive in college is that you had no idea what he was going to do he was basing what he was doing on what the the defensive lineman did and it failed him later in his life because he learned he never learned that second and third read it was like no, no it's, the first read's not open i'm taking off i'm out of here yeah. well see and his thing is in college and a lot of college running corner backs were like this as well they can out talent the the alignment yeah. you know they they it's, they can they can move and you're right they can get four five six yards at a pop and it's okay you can't do that in the pros michael vick found that out against simeon rice i remember watching that and going oh oh who gave michael vick his first taste dwight freeney at syracuse look it up i think he sacked him four and a half times in one game in the carrier dome against michael vick yeah yeah that that's when you realize superman there, there's some kryptonite there. Yeah, yeah. Don't let me grab that cape, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, God, I'm sorry. Yeah. No, no, I was saying. So even as a whole, like, um, you know, those mobile quarterbacks, they, I think more and more, they're starting to realize that, hey, you know what? As I get closer to that professional realm of the NFL, these linemen can run just as fast as I am now. And these linebackers can run, if not faster than me, they're running top speed, almost like wide receivers. <laughs> so you want to be able to 
up that second third read. And that's the thing. I, I pulled up the stats from from the Oregon. So the the quarterback for Oregon, uh, Anthony Brown, I think it was his name, um, had ten rushes for sixty five yards. Okay, and, that's solid. And, that's and an Oregon offense, I mean, that's not a lot, but you're right. That's that's six and a half yards a carry. He's a threat that he has yeah. to be respected. You know. Yeah, and, and I equated to, to back in the day with Steve Young. Steve Young was not a running quarterback by today's standards, but. If you did not, if you did not have lane integrity and you gave him space, he was good for five, six yards. And sometimes that's all I needed. I heard somebody say something today when they were analyzing the game, and it made a lot of sense to me. He goes, "Once they show you you can do everything, they're flat-footed." Yeah, you know what I mean. The defense is flat-footed. That made a lot of sense. You know, and, and you see it a lot, and that's why, like in these these earlier games, when the the talent mismatch is just so huge, you know, you'll see coaches will do you know fake punts or a lot of in the rounds, a lot of jets. Why? Because it means that the other coach has to prepare for that specific play. And if they're spending an hour out of their 20 that they're only allotted preparing for a double reverse or a fake punt or anything like that, that's time taken away from other things. Mm-hmm. And that's just one thing, one more thing they have to think about to your point, BJ. Oh, absolutely. There's, I don't think, I don't know if people understand so much of football is just putting things on tape. Yeah. Just putting it on tape to give you a little look. And, and especially in college, like, you know, like I said, in college, you have that 20 hour limit that most schools follow. So if you have a couple things here or there that you, you'll probably never run again the rest of the season. But it's on tape, and the other coaches have to prepare for it. You know, and that's, that's why, giving them a look. Yeah, that's why 100% why Michigan State ran the flu flicker you know, uh, last weekend. But they might run it two or three more times a season, possibly. But it's always now in, in the linebacker's head and in the, in the corner's head. What if the what if the running back stops and pitches it back? You know, that that split second. And and a lot of receivers, if they're even, they're leaving. Feel free to call me out on this, but how often does a flu flicker go bad? It's either overthrown or or completed or something. Something happened decent out of it. It's never, it's rarely ever blown up. Yeah, it's it's rarely ever blown up at the line of scrimmage. And I would say rarely ever is it intercepted. Yeah, it's usually an overthrow or something. Yeah. I wish I, I wish we had the ability to find stats on that. I'd be kind of curious. Yeah. Well, it's almost like a halfback pass too. You know, ha- halfback passes, you know, I mean, again, they're, they're not that common. But when they when they run, it's either incomplete or it's a, you know, a, a nice game. It's very rarely is it ever blown up behind the scrimmage, line of scrimmage. Very rarely is it ever intercepted. Except, of course, when Michigan runs it, but that's convers- different conversation. Yeah. <laughs> I'm taking right. easy on, on Michigan today. <laughs> hey, they, they look they look pretty good. I mean, I I yeah. don't know how good Washington is, so I wouldn't base anything on that because they did lose to Montana. But the conference been, took a shot. The conference took a big hit. This week. Yeah, yeah. But Washington, Michigan didn't look horrible, you know. And we'll see really what they are. Their litmus test is in a couple weeks when they play Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. I think they play Northern Illinois this week, and then another non-conference game next week, and then you know they they get into Big Ten play. But you know when they play Wisconsin, we'll see how good they are but they, they didn't look nearly as bad as they did last year so if, uh, I was going to say uh, so if um, Harbaugh has a, a winning season you think he stays? I think if he has a winning season and they win their bowl game I think uh, he stays gotcha. um, That that's also the thing is what what do you do towards the end of the season now Grant a lot of times you know they get beat up and banged up and when they lose to Ohio State they stop caring but I want to say they've only won one bowl game, and that was his first one. Mm. Ironically, it was against Florida. Florida, um, yeah. yeah. But other than that, they haven't they haven't won a bowl game. Obviously, they haven't beat Ohio State. Um, I want to say they finally have a winning record against Sparty, and I think they're even against Wisconsin. Yeah, but that took Michigan State taking a step back for that to happen. Yeah, and, and this year Michigan State's not a gimme. Yeah, Mel Tucker has that team ro- rolling. Mm-hmm. So and and not for nothing, but the Big Ten looks good this year. 
I know you posted a thing on, on the Twitter page a couple of weeks ago about how the Indiana loss to Iowa impacted the, the Big Ten strength of schedule. But Ohio, Ohio State's not a slouch. Yes, they lost to Oregon, and, and they didn't look great doing it, but Iowa looks solid. Penn State can be, you know, it's a strong team. Wisconsin, even though they lost to Penn State, is a strong team. And Michigan State and Michigan, they're not, you know, they're not pushovers this year. I think I think if if they would if they would do a Big Ten versus ACC challenge in football, I think that it'll, I think the Big Ten will probably win every game except maybe one. I would I would say probably if if they did if they went up for lineup, I think fourteen against fourteen. Mm-hmm. I think the, the Big Ten would win 11, 11 out of the fourteen games. Absolutely, um, because the the cream of the crop you got Ohio State against Clemson, and that's that's going to be a toss up, and more than likely you got to get some bottom feeders are going to lose. That's just kind of yeah. how how it is because you know I, I don't see Rutgers being anybody, not even Duke. So because okay. everybody forgets that Rutgers is still in the Big Ten. How we forget the Rutgers is still in the Big Ten. I'm not here to talk. Beat Florida State. I didn't sit down to talk about JV sports, folks. <laughs> no, 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 no. You were talking about Florida State earlier. <laughs> yeah, but that was hilarious. <laughs> all this, all this is just sad. We're all talking about like fifth place is what we're talking about right now. So, but yeah, but I, I think. I think the middle of the Big Ten is stronger than the middle of the ACC. Absolutely. There's no argument. I, there's no argument against that right now. <laughs> what could you say? What can you say? Yeah. Clemson can't score. No. When has that been the case over the last decade? No. I mean, you know, when they had Deshaun, when they had Trevor, they they could move the ball up and down the field. Even Taj Boyd, I think, you know, was yeah. Taj Boyd, point. and there was a uh, there was 10. another one in there. Yeah. Number ten, Bryant. Yeah, he, I mean, he he didn't Bryant transfer. Yeah, he did. Uh, he lost his uh, job to. Uh, I think it was was it to Trevor or was it to Deshaun? No, he came after Deshaun. Yeah, I think he lost his job to Trevor. Yeah, he lost his job to Trevor, and that's what he transferred. Yeah. So and, and and BJ, you caught it last week. You know, the Big Twelve is is fraudulent. <laughs> <laughs> Super fraudulent. Yeah. I mean, you, you, you called it with the Arkansas game. Um and you know I, and the, the AM Colorado game that we picked, that one was good, but I think that one was good because yeah. AM lost the quarterback in the first quarter. Yeah. But they you know, Iowa State just embarrassed themselves. Mm-hmm. So and, and again, Iowa's not a slouch, but I want to say Iowa State was favored by a touchdown on that game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, I remember when we picked it, like, what are they seeing that we're not? Because we we don't see this. Yeah, I didn't see that wrong. And then and then with Texas Arkansas game, like like I'm not shocked that Arkansas won. I just thought that Shark would. I, th- I thought that he would call like some creative designs and shit to where the the, the game was like, oh shit, like Texas is like doing something, but no, that's yeah. <laughs> yeah, they aren't in the SEC yet. They're not ready. Yeah. Uh, well, and that's the thing. Every year it seems like Texas early season just blows the game that they should not. I, I want to say it was two or three years in a row they kept losing to Maryland. Arkansas said you're going to stop mm-hmm. disrespecting them this year. Watch. Okay. <laughs> 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 is it a uh, Maryland's quarterback is two is the younger brother, right? Yep. I think, can't think of his first name. But. Uh, it, Ooh, uh, yeah, he's he's not bad. So, and I I guess now we'll, we'll kind of get to our weekly pick them. So yeah. we'll be part of the games this year. This week we, we have to cover last week's pick them first. Though. Yeah, we do. Kind of wonder how that turned out because I forgot <laughs> a couple of games. I didn't write them down. Okay, so last week um, was the Oregon Ohio State game, Iowa Iowa State, A and M Colorado, and Texas Arkansas. So obviously we all lost. The Ohio State game because we suck. <laughs> um, <laughs> did we go? They were favored by a two and a half touch. This is true. Excuse me. Like, what are we supposed to do? Yeah, the whole world didn't see that coming. Um, we all picked the Iowa game, and again, Iowa was favored by four and a half. Iowa State. Was Iowa State. Yeah, Iowa yeah, State yeah, was yeah. favored by by four and a half, and Iowa just embarrassed them. I did, um, fraudulent. Yeah, fraudulent. And then the, the other two games was the A and M Colorado game and Texas Arkansas game. Um, I was going more just you know with with the A and M Colorado game. And again, that wasn't came down to the four. 
fourth quarter, but A&M pulled it out. And, you know, we, we BJ, you and I joked about, you know, should we pick against spreads or not? Had we picked against the spread, I would have won that one. Because <laughs> A&M was there by 17. Um, uh, yeah. And then and BJ was the only one that got Arkansas right. So where's Texas at? Texas A&M's the SEC now, right? Yes. And Ar- Arkansas happens to also be in the SEC. Mm-hmm. And both both the other two teams are in the Big 12. Therefore, SEC is greater than Big 12. Yeah. I, yeah. yeah. Well, the Big 12 is also bringing in BYU and UCF. So, yeah. yeah. So, they're going to be the new Mountain West. <laughs> they're going to fight Nevada, too. They're going to just pull them all out of there. Okay, so we'll, we'll get to this week's games. Um, I actually, I made my picks beforehand, but I, I, they're in the white, so you can't see them. Uh, that way I can make my picks without you being swayed. Um, we'll, we'll go with the first one of Michigan State and Miami. And again, how the hell is Miami favored by... Man, I'm trying, to, I'm trying to figure it out right now. I was like, oh, man. What are they watching? Uh, I, I don't, I really do not know. Have they controlled the line of scrimmage for a whole game yet? No. Have they, con- have they controlled the line of scrimmage for a whole drive? Yet? I don't know. That's not a Miami team. No. What no, about, not, not how many years has it been since you've been able to say that about a University of Miami team? They can't control the line of scrimmage. I need to sign them all. Against Appalachian State. Against exactly. Appalachian State. Right. Appalachian State's, uh, State's linebackers were playing solid. Like, I was like, yeah. like, either we're that bad as Hurricanes or they're that good. Like, it was, it was, <laughs> it was crazy. Miami's offensive defensive line has been a, a, a feeder line to the NFL for 20 years. Yeah. And then there was a gap in the 10 years before that. Like, I just don't understand what they're doing with the recruiting. Yeah. I wonder but if they're having did. a hard time getting people down there or, or yeah. what. I just don't get it. I know we were talking in the set and you were saying that you, you didn't agree but I kind of think I think that the emergence of, of of Alabama and I think that you know with Alabama the LSU I think like that mid 2000 area uh, I mean era excuse me I think that that hindered Miami and Florida State's recruiting because well, when Nick Saban and those guys came in it just seems as if like they just start like getting the cream of the crop well and think about it when outside of that 2001 team that was probably the best team ever when was the last time Miami was good look both universities at this point are guilty of what I said in the group chat mismanagement of resources yeah. they hired the wrong people and the wrong people did exactly what everybody else thought they were going to do like, yeah. so that's killing the program and now these kids aren't stupid you don't think they they feel like the program's in a, like, dysfunctional dysfunctional in some way they, these these guys can feel things like I don't know I don't know if I would go to Miami if, if I were blessed to be a college athlete or a, a good high school athlete and I had the choice of where I'd want to go I don't think Miami would be on my radar and I'm four hours from it you well, know what that's, I mean that's thing, you know, and I talked about you know that that 2001 team which i still think is the best college football team i've ever seen but these kids were born after that team right if you're 18 what do you think of florida state right now yeah jimbo fisher's last two years were kind of crazy and then everything else from that has been horrible well and and willie taggart was willie taggart was a terrible mistake mike norvell just lost to jacksonville state like i mean there's no way i'm going to florida state i'm not trying to struggle but i'm looking at this so in 2003 they um they moved that was kind of the the last really good you know season that miami had they've had one singular 10 win season since 2003 this kid see that to your point that they don't want to go and be third place in the ACC that's just not what it is and you've got Florida competing in the SEC every year so the cream of the crop of Florida is going to go to the University of Florida and, you've, and you're right between Les Miles um, Nick Saban and a couple of other coaches that are in the SEC they're just plucking these guys from Florida and, you and Miami is not getting the cream of the crop that they used to get and then you have to think now with all these scholarships being spread out like there's recruiters that come from these southern programs that are now pulling from Texas pulling yeah. from Florida so you get three or four starters on a team from Florida like Cincinnati since 
Cincinnati had a few starters from the Miami area a couple of years ago. Yeah. And um, so like they're pulling from these hotbed and that hurts the recruiting too. And if you can't keep up with people that can say, I'm going to put you on, you know what, five national TV games a year, four, like they, they don't want to be there. Yeah. And that's the thing. Like Alabama is always on TV. Always. Florida is always on TV. Yeah. Miami's Miami? almost an ESPN2 school. Yeah. yeah. Like it, they're, they're like an afterthought. Like Miami, yeah. Miami and Virginia Tech is going to be on ESPN2 or something. It's just not. Well, and, and let's think about this. So the Florida State, Jacksonville State game, that was on the ACC network. It wasn't even on a traditional ESPN station. It was on, you know, the ACC network. And I forget where the Miami game was on. I think that was, I think you're right. It was on ESPN2. Mm-hmm. It took a deuce. Yeah. Yeah. Like the prestige took a hit over the past 15 years or so. They're yeah. in trouble. They're in a lot of trouble. Yeah. And it's, it's going to take. I don't know. It's going to take a big name hire at this point because all these other coaches they've tried to dig out from other coaching staffs have not worked. Well, and Mark Richt wasn't bad when he was at Miami. That was that uh, the one season where they won 11 games or 10, I'm sorry, 10 games, but he left and then that, that's been it. And, and the problem with recruiting in college is once you have a bad few years and Michigan's going through this, it can take you a decade to get out of it because all the good recruits have already gone to your opponents. So you are already starting behind the eight ball from a talent perspective. And it just perpetuates one after another, after another, after another. So, uh, BJ, so I'm, I'm guessing with the conversation we've had, you're picking Miami to win this game? Absolutely not. I'm picking, <laughs> I'm picking Michigan State. Hey, Dorian? Man, I got to go with logic. Logic is telling me that Miami's going to find a way to fuck it up. So, I'm picking Michigan State. <laughs> oh, man, you had me nervous for a second. Like, oh, man, he doesn't understand logic. <laughs> Yeah, I'm nervous. I was like, I've known this man for a long time. He doesn't understand logic. What the hell? Okay, hold on. Let me see. Change the color. Yep, I picked Michigan State. So the the next team's probably going to be the game week: Alabama mm-hmm. and Florida. Oh, I think this is going to be closer than what people think. Well, people think it's going to be more than two touchdowns. Yeah. So, <laughs> CBS is hoping it's closer than people think. Well, on that on that alone, I'm picking Florida because they thought Ohio State was going to be two touchdowns too, and how'd that work out? Yep. Let's go defense. Let's go running quarterback. <sighs> Man, um, I I would like to see Florida win this game, but I just think that I just think that Bama probably going to make key defensive plays to win the game. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go with Bama. Okay. They're gonna be close. This is a homer pick for me. I'm just I don't want anybody to think I'm using logic at all. Or <laughs> see, and here's the thing: the, the game's in the swamp. Um, it's gonna be a packed stadium. You know, and it's gonna be it's gonna be wild. I mean, this is probably the, the biggest game that they've had there for a couple of years. But I just I can't I can't pick against Bill Belichick, and I can't pick against Nick Saban. That's just kind of how this works. So, I mean, you're, you're, you're all, you know, you pick against Belichick and you're like, why the hell did I do that? Same thing with picking against Saban. Like, why? Why did I do that? That just, that was a dumb idea. Um, and so we'll, we'll let's go to the next one of Auburn versus uh, Penn State. And Penn State's favored by a uh, touchdown on this one. BJ, you want to go out on the limb for, for the SEC? I don't like Auburn, though. <laughs> who, like, who likes Auburn, really? Um, Man, I don't know. You know, Auburn, they just haven't been right over the past couple of years. But it's still SEC over everything. So yeah, let's go Robert. This Dorian. is the week. You, this is the week you guys tie it up with me. Um, I was gonna say that I think I think BJ has a point when it comes to the SEC, man. Um, I'm gonna go with Auburn. I think okay. I think I, I think Auburn is, is gonna shock the world this weekend. I did not. I went with Penn State. <laughs> <laughs> You know, call it a homer pick. Call it, you know, hey, the Big Ten needs needs something. Um, something. <laughs> something. <laughs> um, 
Um, but also, it's it's going to be in Happy Valley. It's at night. Happy Valley at night with a whiteout. That's that's tough for any team, you know. And and Auburn's good, but that's a tough environment. And and, and James Franklin is a great recruiter. Going back to your point, BJ, it's you know what can you do with the resources you have? He hasn't done horrible, but he hasn't done great. I mean, there is no reason why he should have KJ Hamler, um, Chris Godwin, and Saquon Barkley on the same team and not win the Big Ten. Yeah. I mean, oh, I forgot about that. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Yes. Yeah, that's, uh, yeah. that's, that's a loaded college football team right there. And I, I, can, I can tell you exactly why they didn't win the Big Ten. I can tell you why in two words. What's up? Trace McSorley. <laughs> Dang. <laughs> Leave it to the quarterbacks. <laughs> Well, the, the thing, the thing with Trace, and the reason why he, you know, is riding the pine in the NFL, he does not have a strong arm. You know, he just had great receivers at Penn State, and he also had a great running back that you know would allow him to have man-to-man coverage. So he would just throw the ball up there, and Hamler and Godwin would go up and catch it. Well, well yeah. Well, why did he? Uh, why did he go to Alabama? I don't know. <laughs> You have a championship for being average like the rest of hey, Maybe there was something that lured him to Penn State. Maybe it was the culture. I don't know. Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> so would you say that McSorley is like a poor man's Chad Pennington? Yes. <laughs> no, Chad Pennington had a successful NFL career. Well, yeah, that's true. <laughs> he made that. He made that noodle work. He did. He, wow, and, wow. Did, he had like elbow. He had elbow and shoulder surgery. Like it's so, shoulder every surgery. other year. Yeah. <laughs> It's like, make it tighter. Wind it up tighter. And I, I'm, so, I'm so glad Dorian went past the, the, the Penn State joke. <laughs> so, anyway. I didn't want to. I wanted to make more, but I was like, this is how you get canceled. <laughs> this is how you get canceled. I was going to ask you, Penn State was a Catholic institution. <laughs> They're out there in the mountains. What's that? They're out there in the mountains. Isolated, isolated and whatnot. <laughs> <laughs> next, okay, next, please. Um, the, the, final, <laughs> the final game is Arizona State and BYU. BYU, the, the, one of the newest additions to the Big 12. So Arizona State's oh. actually favored by three and a half in this one. Well, that makes that easy. Arizona State. <laughs> okay. Because we know what the Big 12 is turning into, let's just be honest. Oh. Conference USA, that's what it is. <laughs> USA, USA. Oh, wait, no, that's. <laughs> yeah, um, you know what? I'll go out on them. I'll pick BYU. Don't they believe in magic underwear? <laughs> <laughs> no, they believe uh, they they believe Jesus was in New York State. So, so do all New Yorkers. <laughs> <laughs> Every time they look in the mirror, they're like, "There he is." <laughs> oh, we are we are in so much trouble. That's okay. <laughs> Yeah. So, so Dorian, I, I think we got we got a good chance of catching up to BJ this week, you know, especially with the with the Florida pick. <laughs> yeah. <right. laughs> uh, unless Auburn hits. Yep. yep. So, and, and we are keeping track. Um. So B, BJ is leading. He, you know, three. His record's three and one. Dorian's two and two. And I've got the one singular Iowa pick last week, so I'm one and three. So. Three, three, three. I'm telling you right now. You know how you get in the lead, Adam? They can the SEC. All SEC teams <laughs> <laughs> until the conference schedule. And you'll get back up, and then you'll then you'll be on even footing with the rest of us. Well, how the hell do we pick this email? It's like doing the lemonade pool, just pick against the Jets every week, and you'll be okay. Who's who's the home team? I picked them. Like, who's home? I'm picking them. Their crowd will be the drunkest. 
eight. The SEC. It just means more. That's why we cheer for every team in the conference. Look, here's the deal. There's been so much hate given to the SEC when they have a down year about do they deserve, are they the best? Co- yes, they're the best conference. Everybody's got hiccups. And when they yeah. come back, they usually come back strong. And, and everyone, you know, regardless of when I'm in there or not, everyone has their child. And you're like, you know what? We just don't love you as much. So the SEC has Vanderbilt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's it. I'm pretty sure if Big 12 like, we have Vanderbilt, like 10, 4, 10, 4, we'll pay shipping. <laughs> and guys, Vanderbilt ends, yeah. ends up becoming like, you know, in the top two in the in the Big 12 conference. They keep, yeah. they, they keep Vanderbilt for the GPA. Yeah, <laughs> yeah they sure as hell don't keep Alabama for that. <laughs> So, nope. so true story. When I when we graduated high school, I obviously applied to, to multiple colleges. I did apply to Alabama. So Alabama actually had the lowest entry level to get into the school. It was essentially it was a 900 and your SAT and a 2.0 GPA. Wow. Yeah, I'm gonna apply it tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Online application, one click away. Jeez. <laughs> it's almost yeah. like the the Southampton Institute of Technology. And if y'all yeah. get that movie, you get a gold star. You can get a degree. <laughs> I wonder what the degree degrees are those like underwater basket weaving or do they have like, they have, Communica- like no communications yeah <laughs> liberal arts degrees stuff like that yeah pretty much <laughs> Oh, somebody's gonna somebody's getting a text about this shit now. Oh, I'm sure like, that conversation right there. I had uh, my like the guy that owned one of the restaurants I worked at. He's like, "Yeah, I went to college. I got a degree." I said, "What'd you get a degree in?" He's like, "English lit." I was like, "That's why you opened a restaurant." It's like, there you go. problem solved. <laughs> problem solved. I'm gonna take a left because the right is not gonna work. <laughs> So, guys, that, that concludes our college football uh, for the week, and we'll take a quick break and we'll be right back. Want more Sandlot Sports? Follow us on Facebook at Sandlot Sports and on Twitter at Podcast Sandlot. And we're back. So, um, yeah, we'll, we'll just get to the NFL now because that, that was a phenomenal week one of, of NFL action. Yes, it was. I mean, BJ, you asked me, had I, have, have I seen a better week of football? And not in recent memory. And it wasn't just one or two games. It was a lot of just really good games, really good performances. Um, Probably the one that comes to mind first is Jameis Winston. Where the fuck was that? <laughs> I, it, we got a man. Aaron Rodgers is trying to get out of <laughs> Yeah. I don't anybody you can call me conspiracy theorists I don't care what you call me Aaron Rodgers is trying to get out of there he's either trying to embarrass the front office keep him around to which he will go to another team and be rejuvenated magically <laughs> like he is messing with that franchise did you hear his interview with Aaron with Aaron Andrews? He basically said, "Like, um, what the hell do you want me to do? You haven't you haven't drafted anybody to help me, and you draft my replacement, and you still want me to come back? Uh, why?" <laughs> I think this has been like the most candid that Aaron Rodgers has been. He, he don't care. He, like, he don't care. <laughs> yeah, the the secret's out now. Yeah. What what team would be able to trade for him though with his contract? The Broncos are willing to put a package together is what I've heard. I mean, that, that was the whole thing before the draft was the Broncos were trading for, for Aaron. Remember, Schefter was breaking the news and everybody yeah. was like, oh, well, you know, Denver doesn't need a quarterback because they're going to get Aaron Rodgers and they got rope Yeah. <laughs> Teddy Bridgewater's trying. Yeah. He's not bad. Now, he may not be that great with Jerry Judy being out, but... Oh, that looked way worse than it was, thankfully. Yes. That looked like the old Dak Prescott. Yep. But thankfully, it was not. It's just a high ankle sprain, which is probably still painful as long as get out, but... And they're saying, what, six to eight weeks? Yeah, six to eight yeah. weeks. That's going to be tough for receiver to come back off of that yeah especially a, a faster receiver like a, yeah. like a bigger possession receiver okay 
but a guy that can that relies purely on speed because yeah. e- even if you don't feel pain it takes you another couple of weeks even without pain to get your speed back yeah and then once you have your speed back and you're a, a your route receiver it's about you know running precise routes and cutting can i cut yeah yeah, yeah. can i cut oh. properly yeah, yeah. but, but bj yeah do you want to talk about the Dallas game oh uh, no because i already <laughs> feel the phrase more <laughs> victory coming on that's what i feel like you guys want to say but um uh, the phrase that i've been using is what what i noticed is either the cow Cowboys are that good, or the Bucks are that bad. So which was? Well, that's the thing. Like the game should not have been that close. And oh, the, no, the Cowboys should have been up like seventeen. Well, and that's true. But at the, at the end, Godwin, if if Godwin doesn't fumble at the end, there is no comeback. He stepped on the landmine. That should happen. Yeah. Well, you know, ifs and buts, right? But that was the thing. If, if he doesn't fumble, he goes in for a touchdown that pretty much seals the game. Now they still end up winning because they have Tom freaking Brady. Yeah. But also too, um, even the our last podcast, I said that. I like Dallas receivers over Tampa secondary. Tampa secondary doesn't it doesn't like catch my eye when it oh. comes to being able to you know put the hammer down. You know what I'm saying? And their best cover corner went down against us. That is not going to help them at all. Mur- uh, yeah. Murphy Bunting, I believe, is the yeah. name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. I haven't. I don't know if I've heard anything about that. Let me see if I can find anything. See if he's uh, been cleared or I haven't heard anything serious about it. But I mean, the Dallas running game was just non-existent. Oh well, he's been okay. put on the IR with a dislocated elbow. Okay, well. That's not that's not that good. That's yeah. not that's no. a minimum of eight weeks, I think the rule is or something like I that. I think so. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. Yeah, that's tough. That's tough. Yeah. And they lost their long snapper. And that that's bigger than most people realize. Oh yeah, because there's some long snappers have been on the same team for a decade. Oh yeah. Well, I, I remember watching the Baltimore game last night. They were talking about how they got rid of the long snapper this this season. And the guy that had been there had been there for like 10, 12 years. Because he just he'd always put it where Justin Tucker wanted it. And mm-hmm. that that's what what you need from a long snapper. And and that's something like if the ball slowly slightly sails over a punter's head or it's a little low what's not exactly right to the holder you can completely screw up your special teams yeah yeah absolutely no that's a that seems to be an area of superstition for the nfl teams once they find a good long snap they're like you're you're ours yep. we'll just pay you we'll pay you no, and, and and it basically goes you know kickers do you like him yes okay he's he's here he's done yeah we just lost i think his name jp leducher i don't know how to pronounce it but he was our long snapper i'm pretty sure since parcells was there oh wow it was like 15 something years it was a while well and they don't they don't get banged around like like most offensive linemen do right. i mean they're on the field for what maybe 15 snaps a game if you include mm-hmm. field goals extra points and, and punts yeah. so you're not has having as many call crashes and and again if you can put the ball exactly where the kickers like it and you're not getting banged around you can have a nice long career oh, absolutely yeah he was the last active player from the parcells era. wow yeah. yeah he was drafted he's been with the cowboys since 2005 that's longevity and yeah. that, that's not unusual though i know there's a few long snappers since i've been alive that i've heard they've been there 15 years yeah. 10 years 12 yeah. years like they just hold on to them yeah. so uh, i'll ask you guys this what was the best game over the weekend man i, I wanted to say cleveland kansas city until i witnessed that crazy shit last night <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh i had to be up early for work but i was like i can't go to bed right now there's no going to bed there i i heard it put some way Derek carr threw two game winning passes two game winning Ooh, he threw three yeah the one, I'm just talking about in the last couple minutes of fourth. Oh, so am I. He said three in overtime. I'm talking about the last couple minutes of the fourth quarter is what I meant to say. Oh, okay. But yes. 
three total for sure. And that, that last one, how the heck did that happened? It, it looked like he just gave up. He just launched. He just, yeah, I was like, throw it away. Fine, I get it. And then uh, Zay Jones pops up out of nowhere. Yeah, but no, Derek Carr threw three touchdowns in overtime. He, he threw the one that was down in the one. And I sent you guys in the group text. This is Josh Jacobs because just pounded him for a game winning score. And then he, then the interception was right in the receiver's hands. And he just missed it. And then he threw, finally threw the game winner. But it was a uh, quite an amazing game. We yeah. were treated the the Dallas Tampa game was fun. The lost the Rams or the Raiders and um Ra- Ravens last night yeah. was fun. Cleveland Kansas City was great. Um, and even the I, Dolphins Dolphins and Patriots and, was a close game. Yeah, and I told you I told you that Kansas City game was going to come down to some weird play. Bills Steelers. Yeah. Oh, that was a great. I game. mean, yeah. So we were just I just that's a heck of a, they did a great job with matchups or something. It was just great. It was great. Yeah. Great opening week. So, but you know who did not have a great opening week? The Jacksonville Jaguars. They did not. <laughs> <laughs> and they deserved everything they got for flopping last year. And, and you see how Dorian's has, has now left. We're talking about uh, Jacksonville. He would doesn't want to be part do? of us. <laughs> if, if Jacksonville was your team, would you be here right now? I, that was embarrassing. I mean, just absolutely embarrassing. I, look, Urban Meyer's a great X's and O's guy. I don't know if he can deal with adult men that he can't yell at. Yeah, I don't. I don't know well, if he can. You can yell at him, but you can't say certain things to him. I don't know if he's if he's really great when he can't out talent. Think about that. When he was at Florida, most of the games he won, he he out talent them, and then good games when he was up against Alabama, LSU, he ran out of talent, and then he yeah. went to Ohio State and got all the great talent, dominated the Big Ten, and then would occasionally would just get beat in, in bowl games when they would play, you know equal talent and I, I've never liked a great college coach that just was a great recruiter that out talented everyone moving to the NFL because you cannot out talent in the NFL everyone's pretty much equal because no. everyone's NFL talent unless you're Tyree Kill and then you just out talent everybody standing across then you, then you just run away from everybody yes I'm, you can't go left and right like I can you can't go forward and backwards like I can so okay, so. okay and, and for our listeners I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to point this out so the second we started talking about Jacksonville Dorian disappears he disappears and as soon as BJ change it to Tyreek Hill yeah. during the show back up the camera comes back on <laughs> so so we, we, that, we try not to do this too much oh we're going to we're going to go back right now and talk about Jackson <laughs> so so you you had football Jesus and you let him go and this is the repercussions for that is what happened now <laughs> Sunshine had three interceptions and three touchdowns. Is that it? Yeah. 322 yards, but it's like... Balance is the key to life, except in touchdown interception ratio. It just has Jameis Winston. Yeah. Exactly. The thing is, it's just a matter of like, like I was explaining to you guys uh, earlier, whatever scheme that Herbs is trying to do with the offense, they're hating it. You're still calling him Herbs like he's doing good things or something. (laughs) Well, it's it's just a matter that, you know, a part of the Jaguar group I'm in, they call them Herbs, but that's why I got it from. But it's just a matter of like, the growing sense... They're trying they're trying they're hard. Trying. <laughs> they're trying to like them. <laughs> right. But the growing sentiment is that uh, Urban's going to be out of there. They're, they're thinking like maybe like week 10. Go west, old man. Go west. Oh, he's going to Bobby Petrino, y'all. <laughs> Telling you right now, he's gonna leave. You have a choice though, because it's the players that's going up for allegedly. The players are going up to uh upper management. It's like, yo, this motherfucker don't know what he's doing. Like, hey, like this not Ohio State. You know, I should take a shot at Jimbo, Jimbo Fisher and just keep all your bases covered. <laughs> I don't know, but okay. Question for you. Yeah. So one of the questions that came up in the group was, would the Jags be better off having Adam Gase than than Urban Meyer? <laughs> <laughs> if you're asking that question, you've already lost. Did you? 
watch? Did you watch the Carolina Panthers game today? I did. Sunday. <laughs> Sam, Sam Darnold was having, was having many orgasms every time he stepped onto the field. <laughs> he would just step on the field and convulse. Oh, I'm not a jet. Oh. <laughs> Oh, okay. <laughs> then he'd go throw a touchdown. Sam Darnold looked like a functioning NFL quarterback. At he one did. point, under Adam Gase's tutelage, did he look like a functioning NFL quarterback? <laughs> Not once. So, so but, Dorian, I, I'm going to answer your question that you can put in, in your fan club, your fandom, whatever you want to call it, as to when Urban's going to leave. He is going to leave week 13. I am why? calling this right now. Why? Why? Yeah. Good question. They play at Los Angeles in week 13. Oh, that'd be a good place to stop for Donovan. <laughs> <laughs> Great place. He's going to Bobby Petrino y'all in LA. Yeah. <laughs> just, just not get back on the plane. Nope. And yeah. then they're going to get to the, the stadium and there'll be typed notes in the locker. <laughs> but, but I, you guys are special. <laughs> Honestly, obviously, at this point, if he were to leave us, man, me personally, I think I think it would be a, a a great idea, honestly. Because as you can see, like we we already suck, but it's just a matter of like up against the Texans. Like first off, Tyrod Taylor, no disrespect to him, but we made him look like fucking Russell Wilson. Anything he wanted, he got. And then I'm like, like, are we? Are we going to, like, disguise any schemes? It's almost, it's almost as if someone's crazy idea for you to trade back the pick on Trevor Lawrence and select a defender and offensive lineman with Gardner Minshew hmm. might have been a better decision. Somebody said that. I think it was the guy that picked Arkansas over Texas. I don't know. <laughs> I'm not sure. <laughs> I'm just going to keep this going. I'm just going to keep this going. Yeah, I, I, mean, I mean, me personally, I like the Trevor Lawrence pick. It's just a matter of, like, I, I just felt as if we could have did more on the offensive line. The um, NFL is not a Savior Lee. Tom right. Coughlin's coming back. There's no Tom way. Coughlin's going to coach you guys next. There's no way. Do you know what happened? Jackson Greenwood. He's going to bring Brandon Jacobs back. He's going to bring Brandon Jacobs back. Oh, okay. Well, okay. Well, hold on. Hold on. You're saying if they brought brought back um, Tom Coughlin, they'd burn the stadium down. That'd be yeah. perfect. Give him a reason to go to London. <laughs> mm. Mm. Could you imagine what the smell of that swamp landed smell like when it caught fire? <laughs> Smells worse than Jackson Billy is listening to this. <laughs> yeah, they didn't start the city on a swamp. It's not their fault. <laughs> look, it's I'm, floodplains. Put a big building. There. Look, man. Look, man. Like, like those those, those Jacksonville um, residents. They're kind of loose in the head, man. What are you talking about, Florida man, like that for? <laughs> yeah, we all still live here, man. Watch it. <laughs> You got to say we when you're talking about them so they don't feel so bad. Like, we're loose in the head, or we're, yeah. and they're like, oh, yeah, we are, yeah. yeah. Like, I'm going to kill that guy in his sleep. Exactly. So, but yeah, I, I to your point. I, I was probably going to say that Cleveland-Kansas City game was the best game of the season, uh, game of the year, until last night. Yeah. yeah. Cleveland should have won that game. Yeah. There's Absolutely. no one. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Uh, other than just Patrick Mahomes being Patrick Mahomes. And yeah. Tyreek Hill being unguardable. Yes. Exactly. 11 catches for 197 yards. Dude, and also too, like uh, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna start calling Travis Kelsey Mr. Reliable, man. It's like it, it seems as if every time there needs to be a play, he's catching it, he's, he's getting those extra yards, and he's scoring. Is like, he this generation's Anthony uh, Gonzalez or Tony Gonzalez? Probably. Yeah, he gotta be. Probably. Right. I mean, I don't just because of the way the game is now, it's likely that he could break those records. Yeah, because he gets like wide receiver targets. Yeah, and he well, produces, he produces like a wide receiver. Yeah, and that's the thing with the way the Kansas City roster is currently constructed. Now, obviously, I, I know I've made my things in the past about how they are going to be going forward but the way they're currently constructed they've got Hill they've got Nico Harmon on, on the outside 
pulling people away from the inside and Yvette mm-hmm. Kelsey just free to work. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. That helps a lot. And I, yeah. Yeah. And, and I think he's underrated as a route runner too for, for a tight end. Like like he runs some precise routes. That's the first time I've ever heard Travis Kelsey's you know and underrated in the same sentence. Yeah. Well, because a lot of people they don't talk about his route running, but when when he's out in the flat and he's working up against those those middle linebackers or, or even those safeties, like he's like putting precise precise routes and going in and catching the ball and being able to uh extend for an, another five yards, man. Like I like I was impressed. I was like, damn, like, he, he can really move for a big dude. He does, he moves well for a big man. He he is a matchup nightmare. He is what Gronk would have been had Gronk stayed healthy. And, and Gronk, Gronk was just a massive like I don't think he really needed to. Yeah. Gronk's, Gronk's a tough guy to judge. He's like six seven. Yeah. So when he yeah. takes off running, he looks like a giant running, but I mean he's <laughs> taking <laughs> seven foot strides every time he you know. And the thing with Gronk, I mean he could just run seam routes and just be fine. Yeah. So, <laughs> so we'll get to our pickums this week picks. So to, to to recap last week. Um, Dorian and I had, had Tampa in the Tampa Dallas game. Um, none of us had had New Orleans because none of us thought James Winston was going to be that great or that Aaron Rodgers would completely throw it, the it, game. It was more B I was concerned about. Yeah, I, I wasn't counting James out, but I was definitely. So um, I, I had Seattle and so did Dorian over Indianapolis, and that that looked like a solid pick. And then I'm the only one that had Kansas City last week. So look yeah, at that. Yeah, oh. Yes. So I'm I'm looking. Um, I'm, I'm trying to fix my glasses. DJ, d- d- did you win a game last week? I'm just trying to give you a head start in the NFL since I'm dragging you into college. <laughs> That's all. Friend stuff. That's all. Oh, okay. Okay. No, I mean, <laughs> nobody saw the Aaron Rodgers bullshit coming. Yeah, now, I didn't think the Indianapolis defense would perform as poorly as they did. Yeah. Yeah. And then the Cleveland-Kansas City thing, that honestly was a coin toss in my head. Yeah. I was just thinking Cleveland's pressure after the Super Bowl would have been a problem, and it was yeah. not. Yeah, not well, as much as it should have been. And, and like I said, I knew it was going to be a close game. I, I knew Kansas City was not going to cover. I just I had a feeling it was going to come down to some fluky play. I, I said it'd be an offsides. It was a dropped punt, and and that's what decided the game. And you know, it's one of those things where it's just pressure and a and a environment with loud corners. And let's not forget, these guys did not have loud corners last year. Some mm-hmm. fans were loud in the stadiums, but not nearly what they were last night or last yeah, you week. Yep. Yeah. So this week we'll start off. Um, we got San, San Francisco flying from Detroit back home and then flying out to Philly. So San, San Francisco is favored by three and a half. Adam's saying that. that's a huge problem. That's what yes. he's trying to say. That's a huge problem. I think the biggest problem is he's losing their uh, best quarterback, Verrett. And Mostert. Mostert's out. And Mostert's out. So I'm going to uh, I'm gonna pick the uh, Eagles. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Zoe would love to hear you say that. <laughs> I, I, hope that, I hope both of them would lose, to be honest. <laughs> Not like either team. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think I'm going to go with the Eagles, too. Adam can't go against his own logic. His head will explode, so he picks the Eagles also. Yep. <laughs> um, so the next team is New Orleans against Carolina. So you've got a, a guy that looks like he might actually be a competent quarterback to versus another guy that looks like he might actually be a competent quarterback. You'd see Donald versus Jameis Winston. I'm struggling with my brain here because... The, the rejuvenation bowl. Well... I don't know if New Orleans' defense is that tough or if Aaron Rodgers is playing the game I think he's playing. And will Sam plan to get Sam Donald to answer that question? Honestly, Sam Donald looked decent last week. Okay. So I, I don't think – I think it's a good game. I think the line is a good line. Three uh, New Orleans, three and a half. I think that's okay. – oh, 
It's going to be a tough game. You know what? I'm pumping Jameis up for the last two weeks. Let's go with Jameis. Well, didn't you say that if if you're a football fan and you don't root for Jameis, then something's wrong with you? Something's wrong with you right now. The guy struggled when he came into the league. He was putting up numbers but not being able to be consistent. He goes and gets his eyes fixed. He makes the choice to not go somewhere else to try to start but sit behind Drew Brees and learn. I hope he pays off for the kid. Yeah. 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 I don't think he has to be stealing crab legs anymore. Yeah. (laughs) And and that was always my thing. Sorry, Darren. Nothing wrong. Yeah. That was that was my thing with Jameis. Jameis had the talent. Uh, my my whole issue with him was that he was a knucklehead. And once you're a knucklehead, you're always a knucklehead. Now maybe this past couple of years has humbled him, and also maybe being behind Drew Brees. And, and Brees is a good mentor to have. It's like okay, got okay. You got to start taking this seriously. Got to start not only taking the game seriously, but taking life seriously. The crab legs. The crab legs thing was like one thing. Like there were other things. Well, he yeah. Stood it, the middle, he stood up. Yeah, the table, table, table thing was worse. Yeah, yeah. and screamed grab by the you know what yeah and and the the videotape thing was even worse than that yeah so like it's been a rough been a rough stretch for fsu quarterbacks another one francois punched a girl in the bar didn't he or is that uh, franklin no, no, no franklin. that was franklin franklin punched a girl in yeah. the bar francois had an issue with his girlfriend where he he choked her or something because he broke something about a phone and some no weird. no i thought i thought he pushed up on the bar and some girl called it the n-word and he shoved her no i think that was franklin that was franklin, franklin. yeah that's franklin the fact that we're confusing the stories of the Florida State quarterbacks and the crap they've done off off the field says everything you need to know about the state of uh, Florida State football. <laughs> we, we figured it out. The whole place is a wreck. Yeah, exactly. All right. Um, my pick. Um, I'm going with New Orleans. I actually think New Orleans' defense is solid, and I won't be surprised solid. if New Orleans give Tampa their first loss this year. Mm. Yeah, I, I will say that their defense is solid. They'll probably give up more than three points. This probably. Probably. But it could very well be like 10. Yeah. It is, but the the Orleans defense looked good. Their secondary is nasty. Yeah, Marshawn Lattimore just had hand surgery. I don't know if you saw that. So He he held uh, Devontae out of two catches. There's some fantasy owners out there just going, what the hell is this? (laughs) Aaron Rodgers at his 1.24 point. We'll get to that. Don't worry. (laughs) Oh, that shit was entertaining to me. You know how many games I've lost to Aaron Rodgers over the history of my fantasy football career? (laughs) So, the, the next the next game is Kansas City at Baltimore. Kansas City's only favored by three and a half. <laughs> I, I don't know how. I really don't. I, I'm going to tell you one thing right now. After last week, I don't think the line matters to Kansas City. No. Yeah. They do what they want. So I'm going Kansas City because they do what they want. And the Baltimore, well, offense, Dwyer, not, Baltimore offense was not impressive yesterday. No. And, well, and I, I saw a stat today that um, Lamar J- Jackson has not thrown for more than 250 yards in 17 straight games. Running backs don't throw. Yeah, that that is tied for the fourth most of all time. I mean, we're talking like Tim Couch level, talking Derek Harrison level, um, Chad Henney, you know, the, Tebow. Tebow. Well, I don't know if Tebow played enough games in a row um, for, for them to not throw at least 250 <laughs> yards in uh, a game. Didn't Tebow win a playoff game throwing for 81 yards or something like that? Or no. Or something? Well, he won that game um, throwing for an 81-yard pass. That's what it was. Yeah. And I think he had like 150 pass laps the whole game or something. Well, and, and that it was uh, Tamaris Thomas that took it all the way? Yep. Yeah. And uh, I think Otto Graham would have beat that. Like when he's playing 150 yards, jeez. So, so here, here was the list of you know quarterbacks that have started a game and not thrown for more than 250 yards in, in straight games. Okay. 
Kyle Bowler, 21 straight games, not over 250 yards. <laughs> Steve McNair. Yeah. And, and, and then, then, then you get to really the all-stars. Vince Young, mm. Wardell Stewart, and Lamar Jackson. Mm. Dual threat quarterbacks, huh? Yep. And, and I know we've said it for a while. You can't really be a dual threat if one threat ruins the other. Now, the, the thing that is the guy wait, that wait, wait, wait. <laughs> So, if a dual threat quarterback can't throw it, he's a running back? Yes. Got it. <laughs> okay, but, but so, wait, I get, so, in the community was outraged, people were saying that Lamar Jackson's a running back that plays quarterback. Are we ready to accept this yet? Yes. Well, okay. I, I guess my question is so, you know, as we mentioned, most of those guys on that list were running quarterbacks, dual threat quarterbacks. What the hell was Kyle Bowler's problem? <laughs> uh, he came along when the Ravens had terrible offense, period. They could run the football, and their play calling was ridiculous otherwise. So I, I heard a story um, during the, the meeting cast yesterday, which, by the way, great great idea. Right? Yes, great idea. So apparently, um, Ray Lewis and the Baltimore defense wouldn't let Kyle Bola get a first down in practice. And it jacked up his confidence. That's great. According to Ray, it was like, let him figure it out during the game. It's like, coach oh. like, no. It's not that how this works. That was great last night. I, I watched the highlights of it this morning. And when Eli asked Ray if he'd rather have a uh, Peyton's helmet full of quarters or $10,000, <laughs> Ray said he'd take the quarters. <laughs> Uh, so, so Dorian, getting back to the pick'em, who you got? Man, I got Kansas City. Um, Baltimore is, is missing Marcus Peters, and they're also missing Matt Judon. Matt Judon, he he made a lot of plays for them last year, and they don't have him. And it was apparent that the the Raiders taking advantage of uh, the Baltimore. So Baltimore defense, even though I have any fans, their their defense isn't as intimidating intimidating as it was in past year so uh going to Kansas City and their offense is not that scary either at all I mean they, they, yeah they put up 27 points but they, they they just they're not an explosive offense everybody figured out play close to the line of scrimmage force them to pass yeah and yeah. I, I thought it was so funny watching the game last night you kept hearing Steve Levy and Brian Greasy going well they haven't figured out Lamar Jackson they haven't figured out Lamar Jackson and then by the end well they figured out Lamar Jackson <laughs> That didn't take long. <laughs> because to stop Lamar, you're not going to stop a running quarterback. You have to contain them. So as long as they contain them, and don't, you know what I mean? That, that's a win. Well, that's, that's the thing. It. Like, if he's getting two or three yards a carry instead of four or five yards a carry. That's a win. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Victory. <clears throat> because you can't get a first down on three yards at, at oh. a time. Mm -hmm. So the final game of the week, um, Las Vegas versus Pittsburgh. This segues nicely into itself now, didn't it? Yep. <laughs> Here's the thing. Don't sound like someone planned it. <laughs> Las Vegas is going to have to play a team with an offense now. Yes. Mm -hmm. With probably a better defense. Yep. I'm going Pittsburgh without even thinking about it anymore. I don't think that the Raiders, I mean, like you're saying, Pittsburgh's missing two, or Baltimore's missing two defensive superstars. Their offense is handicapped and they turned it into a shootout. So I just don't, nope, Pittsburgh. I don't believe in the Raiders. I believe in Darren Waller. Yeah. Yeah. I don't believe in Darren Carr. Nope. Even though he threw yeah. three game winning touchdown passes yesterday. In, in overtime. Yeah. Um, same here, man. I'm going Pittsburgh. I think Pittsburgh defense is going to give Derek Carr a hard day. I think with TJ Watt and Hayward and. Made the Bills look real average. Right. <laughs> you still have a hard day now. And so I, it looks like. So I picked uh, Pittsburgh too. It looks like we all picked the same this week. So that, that's never good thing um <laughs> i do want to compliment espn i know we don't do that that often on this show but i do want to compliment them so obviously the the nesbitt 
storyline with the Raiders was a, a very important storyline with him coming out as gay over the summer and actually making an NFL you know, roster and starting. ESPN mentioned it, I want to say once. I watched pretty much the entire second half in overtime and they mentioned it once. Now, I was expecting them to mention it a couple times, but it was like, yep, here's the story. He came out as gay. Here's his you know, Instagram post. And then that was it. And then the guy had a uh, huge fumble. Fourth yeah. fumble that game. Yep. Mm-hmm. So Fourth quarter. That's yeah, pretty I, interesting. <clears throat> I give compliments to him for you know being being really the first starter to come out and do it and you're know, confident in his job and, and what it was due. I give credit for the for the Raiders for, for basically being a 21st century team and accepting him for who he is. And I give credit for ESPN for doing, for for mentioning it because it was worth mentioning and then just moving on. What, they're in Vegas. What can't they accept? This is true. Yeah, true. <laughs> yeah. It all stays out there anyways, right? Exactly. exactly. And plus, uh, also too, it's like, you know, from, uh, from a lot of other NFL players, it's kind of like, even in the past, they knew of other players in their personal lifestyle. They were just like, man, look, as long as you bust your ass in practice and you help us get to our main goal, with the championship like do what you do it's just and now it's being more accepted it's being more open but players known for years certain players and their certain lifestyles they're like fuck it we don't care like just help us you know win and I would say most people in society now the red hats aside but most people in society they don't care they don't care who you go home to they don't right. care what you stick where as what long does as it have to do what does it have to do with my favorite football? Like, what does it have to do with my favorite football? Yeah. Whether or not he's, whether he's not gay, straight, bi, whatever. Like, it do, I don't care. It doesn't matter. And did, he fu- did he force a fumble of Lamar Jackson? Yeah. Yes, he did. Thank okay. you, Brian Nassib. I appreciate it. Like, yep. Right. Yep. That's it. That's it. That's it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. But, but again, going back to society, as long as you do your job, you, what I, I'm expecting of you, I don't care. Truthfully, I don't care if you don't do your job. As long as I, I shouldn't care anyways. Shouldn't yeah. be fucking part of the conversation. No, it's, that's it's one, not. That's one of the frustrating things is like I don't understand like it's not really anybody's business so it shouldn't be talked about no. but then yeah. on the other hand it's like a, a portion of the population has been suppressed for so long I can kind of understand them wanting to be able to say it without yeah. a repercussion yeah so yeah. I, I get it and the only time to me it's really even a thing is like if I'm meeting your significant other and so Someone goes, okay, well, you know, some guy goes, hey, here's my husband. It might take me like a half a second. Just <laughs> yeah. yeah, you're like, oh, okay, okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, uh, that bit, fine, whatever. And it's because it's not normal in my lifestyle. And that's fine, whatever. Yeah, back when we were younger, it wasn't really talked about. You just noticed the neighbor lived with the same guy for 15 years. Yeah. yeah. Like, oh, and then you get older and you're like, oh, <laughs> yeah. okay. I, I remember um, went to the high school reunion a couple of years ago when, when I was in Leesburg and I had this girl come up to me and you know, say, hey, hey, how you doing? I, you know, it's good seeing you. I didn't recognize her, but I didn't recognize half the people we went to high school with. And, he, you know, she left and kind of doing her thing. And it was Jason Morial came up to me. He went, do you know who that was? I'm like, I have no idea. That was James. Like, oh, okay. <laughs> and I James. think you, you guys know who, who I'm talking about. Dorian's not in his head. <laughs> Yeah. I was like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. It was one of those things where in high school, you kind of knew, yeah. and I'm glad that they are now able to to be who they are. Absolutely, absolutely. So, but yeah, so like I said, I was just I'm, I'm I want to give credit to ESPN for bringing it up because it was a story, and then just moving on. And most people in the LGBT community will say that they don't really want to acknowledge it. Like BG, like you said, it doesn't matter. And even when um, I don't know if you guys saw Deadpool two when it came out. By the way, great movie. Um, Glad came out and said that, that that was the best representation of a lesbian relationship they've seen on film because they had they had the relationship out there. Deadpool made a comment and the, one of the girls was like, "What you you know? I'm dating a girl. Does that shock you?" It's like, "No, I'm shocked that you're dating anybody." And then. <laughs> 
that was a conversation. <laughs> that's great. Oh shit! So there's going to be no improvement on anybody's record this week. That's no, sure. not this week. So, but I'm pretty sure BJ is going to get off the schneid this week. Pretty I sure. I think so. <laughs> I would hope so. <laughs> what, what would if if all my picks are wrong this week? There's something wrong in the NFL. I got this Cleveland, Philadelphia, New Orleans, Kansas City, Pittsburgh. I don't know how much front runner I can get. Yeah, you know, there, BJ, I'll, I'll tell you what. Uh, I will take a line from Keith Jackson, the late great Keith Jackson. If you don't win a game this week, it's like, well, I told him what I thought, and then I saw, and then I realized I don't know a damn thing. <laughs> <laughs> we know nothing. <laughs> a question for you guys. So, um, the Dolphin Patriots game, right? <sighs> okay, me personally, I thought that the Patriots should have won that game. Yes. So, was it that? The Patriots is, is it does it is it more that the Patriots lost the game or is Miami that good? Well, it it kind of depends on your your evaluation of Mac Jones versus the Miami defense mm. because the, we we we've talked on the show a lot and BJ more than we have about how limited the Miami offense is. Okay, so as a team, if your defense allows seventeen points, you should win that game. Okay. The fact that the Patriot offense put up 16 points brings up that question, is the Miami defense that good, because Miami's defense was good, or is Mac Jones just not what people think he will be? Mm. I, I saw a lot of the play calling more like dink and dunk instead of like, you know, like re- going forward and throwing the ball down the field. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's because the weapons. Uh, there's, I mean, there's something we're not talking about here is that Miami's got big brother on New England for some reason or another. We don't know why. Mm. Some kind of magic. I mean, Miami could be having a terrible year and beat New England. They'll split with them for some reason. Like the, the Ryan Fitzpatrick knocked New England out of a division lead game. Yeah, and then the Kenyon Drake uh, game the, winner. The lateral. The laterals, yeah. yeah. So, like, they got Big Brother on them somehow. I don't know how they wind up splitting with them when they shouldn't. So, the Miami, that's one of those weird things. You know what I mean? Like, those division games are crazy. There's some genuine emotions there, and sometimes it'll pump up a team that shouldn't play that well. But, Dorian, to your point about the play calling, so that's what the play calling was last year. And everybody talked about how Cam can't throw the ball deep and whatnot. So, was it Cam can't throw the ball deep? Or was it that the play calling didn't want him to throw it deep? Or, to BJ's point, is it that there's no weapons to go deep? Yeah, that is a question. Um, I mean, I like what I saw from Johnny and um, and Hunter Henry. I think he's coming back from injury. So, but it just it just seems that their play calling was very Brady esque as far as you know ten you know uh, you know ten yards you know maybe fifteen yards here, but but it wasn't any type of scene for the uh, tight end because Johnny Smith he got some get up. And I've seen it when he played with the Titans to where he can he can do a scene route and do a little, you know, jolt and then, you know, uh, and, and, and do a scene to uh, catch the pass. But it was like, it was no downfield. It was just everything was either on the outfield uh, or on the sidelines or in the middle. And then I was like, maybe if they allow him to, you know, drop a play to get the ball down the field, maybe they can catch Miami off guard to get, you know, a big game to be able to, to score. But it was, I didn't see that. And, and they did rely heavy on the running game too. Which, and that goes back to what we talked about, like, college now not so much in the nfl because you have longer practice times but you especially in a game you have to do something to loosen up that defense and it could be just one play on the shotgun quarterback takes it and just throws it as far as he can down the field it can be 80 yards down the field completely out there everybody but you know what now they're thinking oh wait they can go downfield if they know that you're not going to throw the ball more than 15 20 yards down the field you're already toast you're already toast because you you have to take their safeties out from the line of scrimmage to give your receivers more more room to work and also you've got to have 
receivers that can get separation, whether yeah. physically or whether just with pure speed. And I don't know if New England has that. Yeah. So maybe Mac Jones not playing with Jalen Waddle and Devontae Smith. Maybe that's got something to do with it. Possibly. No, you don't say. Not to mention, <laughs> what is it, uh, Robert Michi the third and whoever else was there last year? Yeah. yeah. Like there's, there's a laundry list. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, they could have had two receivers go out and still made it to the national championship game. Exactly. Hell, they won their semifinals with Jalen Wall out. Yeah. Exactly. And then he came back and played at like 55%. Yeah. I'd give him the extra five. So, but enjoying yeah, you brought up the Titans. Is there a bigger disappointment other than maybe Jacksonville than Tennessee was on Sunday? Uh, Tennessee well, looked bad. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Jacksonville, you we already knew they were going to you know, screw it up, but I didn't think that the Titans was going to get thumped the way that they did. Halo LeJuan yeah. gave up five sacks. Yeah. <sighs> like, Channel Jones owned them. Yeah. Owned them. And when's the last time he's owned anybody? Yeah, it's been, what, what, six years, maybe? I didn't even realize he was still in the league. Right. Did he want to have his I didn't even realize he was still playing. I knew he was with Arizona because <laughs> we talked about it earlier in the year. Because he's already asked, he's already requested a trade. Yeah. yeah. Um, Holy cow. Yeah. And also, too, um, I remember last week uh, we were talking about Kyler Murray and how it, the the difficulty of him being able to throw from the pocket, him being able to go outside to make throws. But it, it just seems as if like the Titans' defense are they that horrible? Like are they that bad to where they can't get any pressure on them? Like it just seems as if Kyler can do whatever he wants. Or is it just demoralizing when your offense can't do shit? You get yeah. the ball out quick, man. Yeah, he, it helps. Yeah. If he gets rid of the ball out, I mean, if he gets the ball out quick, that's going to be a big help to the offensive line. So, yeah. you know, as long as he can do that, he should be okay. We keep saying batted passes, but we haven't seen him yet. No. But again, if you're throwing like the little bubble screens, the little screens off to the side, and they're not going forward, they're going off to the side away from where they can be batted, maybe there's something to that. Okay. So that'll end up our, our NFL analysis for the week. We'll take a quick break and we'll be right back. Want more Sandlot Sports? Follow us on Facebook at Sandlot Sports and on Twitter at Podcast Sandlot. So because BJ asked me to do it, so we're going to do our, our fantasy spotlight again this week. Um, so BJ, I, I want you to tell me how the team that had Tom Brady, C.D. and C.D. Lamb, and Travis Kelsey still lost? Oh, I can tell you real quick. Uh, Brandon, uh, Josh Jacobs' toe. That would be how that happened. Josh Jacobs' toe. Uh, I needed five yards out of him to defeat you last night. Maybe less. I, I won by a, a singular point. 1.24. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, it was crazy because the whole time I was I was watching you guys' matchup, and it was like, BJ would be up by like two, and then AK, you're up by like three. And BJ come back with me. And I'm like, yeah, they're going to the wire. <laughs> when, when, when Josh Jacobs scored his second touchdown, I'm like, I got it. And then, no, I didn't got it. <laughs> but that's the joy of, of what AK says fairy tale football. It's like yes. you, at any given Sunday, literally. Yeah, he says fairy tale football, but he shares out paying attention to a quarter 12 last night. <laughs> well, it was so funny because after the, the game on Thursday, when BJ had CD Lamb and Tom Brady, and I was down by like, it was like 50 or 60 50. points. They gave me 50. Was and I was like, oh, yeah, no, whatever. And then <laughs> um, like it was like halfway through Sunday, I'm sitting up in the playroom with my son, you know, had the NFL network on, had my phone out, I'm like, what the fuck just happened? <laughs> I can't win. No, that and I, uh, I started Marquez Cowley for the who's supposed to be the number one receiver for the Saints. Dude goes in the fourth first quarter, catches one ball for fourteen yards, doesn't catch a damn thing the rest of the game. Yeah, so, it's okay. I had Michael Gallup. He, you know, was he? BJ said oh, he's eating up, and then he was out. <laughs> yeah, he caught a couple of passes and then messed his calf up. Yeah. I believe that's what it was. But yeah, there was a couple. There was a few good games. Let me see if I can find them here. Oh. 
gotta dig them up. There we are. So Dorian, did you win? I obviously I wasn't paying attention. So I, Dorian won. Dorian won on the team that quit weak ass bitch. Me. Yeah, okay. Knew I was losing to somebody with, that was called Team Bitch Me. I couldn't do it. Weak ass, weak ass bitch mate. It's a guy that bailed. Ass bitch mate. It's, it's a guy that bailed because he couldn't figure out how to log into a freaking website. <laughs> And then, uh, dude, my Twitter account was hacked, and he can't figure out a username and password. I, I'm trying not to talk about it. it; gives me anxiety. I still got, I still got to work with him. And then, son of a bitch, we're sitting there talking about fantasy football. We're talking about why there's vetoes and stuff, and what the trade process. I was explaining it to my other coworkers in the league, Team Southall. I explained to him. He goes, he goes, yeah, you really want to have that because it could really mess your league up. And I said, you can't fuck a league up. It's already fucked up from the beginning. <laughs> He just walked off the truck. I was like, yeah. Did you drop a, drop a piano on his head? No, I don't pick <laughs> pianos up. I'm not stupid. <laughs> oh, sure. We do a piano. We send five people out. Um, anyways, there were no other good games, actually. Everything else was kind of a blowout. There were other good competitions, and then they just got separated in the late games. Yeah, I think I said in the group chat, are, are, are we really going to overtime in a fairy tale game that's decided by one point? Yes. <laughs> yep. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yep. You let a fairy tale keep you up to midnight. Yep. <laughs> What's that say about you? I don't know. I don't know either. <laughs> this, this week, the matchup should be fun. I have to deal with Dorian's brother, Demarcus, who has a really solid team and probably the best team name I've seen in a while. Show me your teams. Yeah. I like it. I like it. <laughs> It's always nice. Let me see. And then uh, we have Zoe taking on Tariq. That should be a good matchup. Both of them are winners from this. Oh, no, Zoe. Yeah, Zoe was. Yeah, they're both winners. I think I'm taking on Mike. You are. Mike's a good fantasy football player. Yeah, manager. He knows what he's doing. I'm worried about my matchup with DeMarcus. Well, and that seems to be the the thing about this league is we all have owners that actually know what they're doing. I tried. I tried to get people that liked football, followed football, because I didn't want want somebody giving up on their team before we won. That already happened. <laughs> there was no way that I could, I knew I could be able to put in a position to give up on my team. I don't want to talk Especially, about it. No. <laughs> he had the first pick in the draft. He's got Christian McCaffrey on his team and he quits the middle of the draft because his internet shit. He's like, what the f-? <laughs> I told I told Team Southall I said I feel like he owes me money I ain't talking <laughs> speaking of Team Southall that, that's who I'm uh, going up against this week so he's got some people to beat me, but. he's got some people yeah, yeah I, I love those projections because I, I remember um, this was probably 20 years ago um, a guy from the Detroit Tigers hit three home runs in the first game and like well he projected hit 500 home runs it's like that's not how this works that's not how this works <laughs> you, can't, you can't project it out like that buddy Team Southall's got Jamar Chase I was giving him crap in the truck because before the season uh, last week, Jamar Chase came out and said the NFL ball is harder to see because it doesn't have the white stripe on it. So I was giving him crap. I was like, ah, you got a receiver who can't catch the ball. He can't even see it. You're in trouble. <laughs> he has five catches for 100 yards and a touchdown on his bench. Did you see what happened <laughs> when Joe Burrow went to the press conference for that? No. He, he sat down. I was like, well, I thought he wasn't supposed to be able to catch the ball. Yeah. <laughs> hey, man, look, Jamar needs to learn that there's some things you don't say in public. You can yeah. say it. You can say it to Joe Burrow. You can say it to your coach. You don't say it in public because we're stupid and we're going to take it and run with it. Yeah. <laughs> He's blind. He can't see. Can't catch. Never see overall pick. Golly. No, but um, there's some good solid teams. I hope it's good at competitive league this year. I think so. I mean, it's going to go down to the wire. I, I think that, like, it, it's going to it's gonna take, like, who has the most points yeah. in matchups to be able wait, to. Wait, wait, wait. So you said the winner is going to be the guy with the most points? That's no, what he said. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm saying, like, it's going to take. He's like, shut up. Shut up. 
Both of you. <laughs> you know, like, you know, like you have been to Fantasy League and you have like three people with the same freaking uh record and it's like they then they go by okay in head to head matchup whoever won the head to head matchup with it will end up being in certain seedings. Like I I'm thinking that this league is gonna take like it's gonna be down to like every like every point is gonna count. Oh every... no. The tiebreaker is mutual combat. I didn't tell you that. Really? Yeah, tiebreaker is mutual combat. You have to meet up in Orlando and fight somebody. Oh, uh, here you go, man. <laughs> 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 Try to get people killed. <laughs> oh, no, that's just the start of the podcast. No, what? Yeah, no weapons. Box. Jeez. They let me out of work the other day. You should see my dad's Facebook. <laughs> There's somebody on their way to my house right now. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah. yeah, it's fun, man. It is fun. I'm going to pay for pick, I'm going to pay for picking Travis Kelsey first. So that's. What's- <laughs> uh, well, see, uh, that's funny because I, I remember you guys you know, during during the draft. Like, well, how do I run the wide receivers? I got too many wide receivers. I went in with with my with my strategy. You know, it's you know, it is what it is. Made sure I had a, every every in a position taken before I even moved on, and just you, you go with what's going to get you the most points. You can you can pick a quarterback in the first round, but you're going to miss out on a running back that you're probably probably going to get your um, comparable points. Mm-hmm. So my draft strategy is um, best player available. So shiny object? Uh, no, 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 no. <laughs> just best player, best player available. Then I go by need, and then I go by bye week. I try to scatter those bye week. Yeah. If you yeah. can limit to one or two guys being uh, your starters being out at the same time, you can really be consistent over the league so no i try to avoid the shiny object thing i did that last year and i keep the league that i'm still in and i paid 70 bucks for christian mccaffrey out of 200 dollars budget mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah yes 35 of my budget on one player so you're the las vegas raiders <laughs> i'm one and oh that's what i am <laughs> so <are> I. <laughs> I'm, uh, no actually that other league should be fine i'm not too concerned about it except the fact that I have Josh Jacobs in that league too, and he's got a toe thing. And guys that run and cut and toes, I don't like it. I don't like them. Toe problems and running and cutting. I, I told you in the group chat that stuff doesn't go away. Mm-hmm. Toes yeah. and hamstrings. Mm-hmm. Um, I heard a thing about a uh, kickers. Kickers usually damage their toe in the first couple games of the year. That's how it is for the rest of the year. Yep, it doesn't get any better. They're just going to keep it, it. doesn't go away, and that's the thing. Oh. Like those kind of injuries need time, time, yeah. And you're not going to get time unless, you, unless your leg is falling off. Yeah, you're no. you're done. Do you imagine having a broken toe and having week five and having to do twelve more weeks kicking? Have you met a ballerina? Have, have, no. they, oh, talk talk to somebody who's done ballet for for several years and talk to them about uh, toes. I, I don't like mangled feet. I don't like feet at all. Uh, I mean, I, I knew a girl in, in college that she did ballet for, I think it was like 15 years. Her toes were just a mangled mess. <laughs> I, I have a, I don't like, I got a foot thing. I fucking hate it. <laughs> you were not Quentin Tarantino. <laughs> no, no, no. I don't like it. They, they sweat. And even the cleanest one smells, so like, nope, the yeah. feet out of here. <laughs> I'm glad we covered that. Yep, so no foot massages around here. <laughs> there was someone out for a foot massage? Don't mind the window. Hey, yeah. <laughs> Um, so we'll we'll move over to basketball because it's a hell of a lot better than fantasy football. Um, the Magic, well, not the Magic, but a former Magic player is in the news today. Did you guys see that? You know, Aaron no. Gordon signed a four-year, ninety-two million-dollar contract with the Denver Nuggets. Everybody mm-hmm. overpays for everything nowadays. Man, that that man be just stealing money, yeah. just stealing it. Yeah. See, Dorian, you shouldn't have focused on fundamentals. You should have focused on winning a dunk contest. You'd be rich. Griffin's still making money, so. Exactly. Um, I mean. Congratulations to him, I guess. Um, 
question mark. <laughs> it's just like, did you get pregnant? Congratulations. <laughs> you know, I you know I, I still think that Denver uh, is probably a piece or two away from beating the Lakers. Probably yeah. further away now that they gave him that big ass contract. Denver is yeah. a well, Denver is a quality trainer away from beating yeah. the Lakers, yeah. and that was the thing last year. And, and we called it during the season is whoever was going to stay healthy. Tell that in Baltimore, they got ACLs flying out. Yeah, I'm still trying to figure out who Baltimore's trainer is. Is, is it like Dr. Nick Riviera or Dr. Pepper? <laughs> Seems like Bam Bam from Footstone. Seems like, uh, <laughs> fashion knees and shit. It's like, here's your athletic trainer. It's um, Tanya Harding. Yeah. <laughs> uh, is there a problem with your knees? Where is your knees? You that pro bar? It's pro bar. You need pro bar. <sighs> we, were, we went through the whole show train wreck free and you had to bring that one in there. <laughs> You know, I'm not even going to Yeah, you are. And yes, and yes you did. Oh, I, I, know, I know your sick-ass mind's talking about, too. She sure did, Dorian. Adam, what do you think he's talking about? I, I think he's talking about, what did she do a video that he's seen? That's exactly what he's talking about. And that's why he said I'm not going to talk about it, because you never watched it. So that's why he picked San Francisco. <laughs> Oh, oh, Boy, I, you have to know to keep your mouth shut. <laughs> Dude, that's the only thing that I remember her by. Yeah, that's anything, but I knew that there was like a scandal or something. <laughs> that, that's, that's that's everything, that says everything we need to know right there. It's like, she's most famous for plotting to take somebody out with uh, uh, getting her knee knocked in a damn competition. But you remember her for a movie. <laughs> And not like not like a movie, a sex well, tape. It, yeah, it, it was yeah. on film. Yeah, homegrown. Yeah. yeah, that's how old it was. It was on film. <laughs> Homemade is not just for cookies. <laughs> <laughs> Bet you she couldn't get a nickel for that shit now. Did she do like, cele- like celebrity boxing for a while? She had knocked the fuck out a couple times. That's yeah, what she well, can, can we get someone to knock the fuck out of Logan Paul? Just, just. This is for Nancy Kerrigan. <laughs> um, oh, no, the thing is, nobody's going to knock Logan Paul out because those the two fighters are in on the joke and we're all the idiots. Yeah, well, no, you're the idiot for paying for it. I just sit back and go, well, I don't pay for it. I don't know who you're calling an idiot. Pay for those fights. If I can't stream it illegally, I don't watch it. It's just all about that law and order. What's that? Yeah, all about the law and order. Shit. Why would you pay for any of that stuff? He doesn't pay his fighters. Why should I pay him to watch it? That's true. Yeah, I'll stream it illegally until he figures it out. When he figures it out, somebody else will stream it illegally, and I'll figure that out. Well, it, it amazes me that when Pacquiao and, and uh, Mayweather fought, what was it, five, six years ago, people paid $100 a pop to watch that. I've been watching illegal. I've, I haven't paid for the Sunday ticket in years. I watch all the games. That's the problem. The, the team I want to watch, I ain't paying to watch, so. You don't have to. I give you, I'll shoot you a website. I just don't tell everybody because I want them to get taken down. Oh, okay. And by the way, over my shoulder is the replay of the Texas-Arkansas game. (laughs) You're just not going to live that down, are you? SEC over everything. (laughs) Dorian, you're not watching Tanya Harding. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. Hear me out. No, I'm not watching her video. You know, she's on Dancing with the Stars. So she, he was like all focused and watching something all quiet. Yeah, he was. Yeah, he was. Breathing change. You know, I'm like taking deep breaths, Dorian. Stop. No, man. I was just trying to find out more about Tanya Harding. He's such okay. a liar. <laughs> what the do two not, right? do not do do not blame the show for your individual research. <laughs> Look, yeah, man, we don't, I'm just trying we to don't get fans what they want, man. Yeah. If you guys want to know more about heavy, Tanya Harding, no, heavy breathing into the mic. They don't want that. <laughs> Nobody wants to hear panting and drooling. <laughs> Over her? Nah. But. <laughs> 
1995, Tanya Harding. Yeah. Oh, hey. <laughs> Middle school too. God, we're heading towards barstool. We're heading towards barstool sports with this conversation. At that, that time, if it, if it had boobs, it was exciting, so it didn't matter. Yeah, no shit. I know, right? Jeez. Uh, she let me touch it. Yo, I don't know if you guys remember this, but at in middle school at Oak Park, there was a kid who brought like like a bag of Playboy magazines, and he got in trouble. And it was in the eighth grade building. Matter of fact, was it Belton who did it? I think it, it, was, it sounds like something Bubba would do. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I know nothing about nothing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm serious. That's one thing I'd never heard of. I'd never heard of that. I'd never yeah, heard of that situation, but it sounds like something Bubba would do. Yeah, I don't know. But I don't know if it's him. It was either him or, or maybe it was, um, I don't know if you guys remember, uh, was it was it Jamie? No, no not Jamie. I, I can't think. But what happened was, right, okay, so real quick story. So in the eighth grade building, right, Oak Park. So there was a locker, and it was a locker to where uh, someone had put, like, the Playboy magazines in, right? And and the locker, the rock... Where's the Dorian's one telling the story? Rock. Yeah. Right? Yeah, I know, right? I'm always in college situation. So, you know me, I'm young, everybody's like, it's a Playboy magazines and locker. that locker was. Dude, I kid you not. I, you know, no shame in my game. So I was going to go to the locker to see what was up. Dude, as soon as I was walking there, Miss um, Cunningham. Ooh. I don't guys remember Miss Cunningham. She walked up to the locker. It was her. And I think it was uh, Officer Mitchell. It was Officer Mitchell or someone just, else. Just keep uh, walking. Just keep walking. in the cookie jar. I did. I did. I kept walking. And they opened it. And it was like a a, a boat bag, but Playboy magazine. They're like, who locker is this? They try to find who the locker was. But yeah, could you imagine me going there, putting my hand in the locker, and she catching me? Dude, like, my no, my life flashed. No, what I want to know, what I want to imagine is not so much your reaction, but Mama Cody's reaction when she finds out. Oh, dude. <laughs> I would be here right now talking to you guys. That was the kick. I promise. I promise. That's crazy. But yeah, man, like, I just kept walking. I was like, because I was going to, you know, see see what was up. And Miss Cunningham came out of nowhere. Went in the locker, got the book bag. Damn. Not mine. Not mine. I don't know whose it is. I ain't going to the bathroom. <laughs> nope. You got lucky. Yeah, I did. See, and then everybody would have known you were a pervert. That is even <laughs> <laughs> they would have to wait to listen to the podcast to find out. Uh, man, who don't like Tiggle Bitties, man? Everybody, lo- everybody loves Tiggle Bitties. Okay, there's something that you like that you just don't talk about in public, especially when your boys can make fun of you about it. Titties is yeah. not one of those things. <laughs> <laughs> Are we going to get in trouble because I said titties four times? No, no, I think, I think we're okay. okay. <laughs> Could be worse. Yeah, yeah. It could be like Jameis. Has been worse. <laughs> Jameis could be like Deshaun. We talk about fingers and buttholes and whatnot. <laughs> you too can be a human popsicle. <laughs> I wonder if Deshaun made the... Uh, like, I'm not even going to go there, dude. Hey, there's a lot of entrepreneurial-minded people in the world. You think there's some girl that moved to Houston to start my home massages? Hey, yeah. 20 bucks 20 bucks. It's possible. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody's like, it's 2021. There's no telling if it's right or wrong right now. She might have a sign on the side of the road that says butthole massage. That might be the name of her business. (laughs) Truth and advertising. Exactly. No, the name of the business is Easy Massage One or some stupid Asian massage or something like that. But the sign definitely on the side of the road. So not Robert Kraft. No. (laughs) 
what if Robert Robert what if Robert Kraft gave him the idea for the old two knuckle? Hey, hey. I thought about that. Robert was like, look, there's a couple places you need to stop, son. <laughs> and don't and whatever you don't buy the third knuckler because it's a myth that can't happen. <laughs> Oh, God. <laughs> you can tell it's getting late. If you guys watched watch Letter Kenny, that joke would have been way funnier, too. Because <laughs> they debate. They actually do like a 10-minute spot debating on why the third knuckle is impossible. Oh, my God. <laughs> Look at your finger. You only got two knuckles. Third one connects to your hand. Yeah. There you go. Two knuckles. The only thing you can get. <laughs> <laughs> well, I wonder who put that theory to to, to the test. <laughs> What? All you gotta do is look at your hand. What would require you to put the third knuckle in? You have to put a finger in there. Okay, see, why are we doing this? BJ's doing the observation. Dory wants to do the hypothesis and the experiment. Hell no! Yeah, hell no! Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Hell no! Lock the door tonight. No, no, no. No, no, no. Dory's like, hell no. In the words of Kid from from House Party, my ass guy has a sign that says, "Do not enter." New, new, new. Never been in that. Did you just bring up House Party? I did. Yes, he did. <laughs> I did. Now, for individuals who's in that type of stuff, no problem. Rumor has it. Nah. Rumor has it. Deshaun had that same sign, but it was reverse psychology. Oh, like legend. Don't, like, don't touch the hot stove, then you can touch it anyways. That type of thing. That's yeah. what it was. Allegedly, you're, you're not allowed here. And they're like, yeah, I am. Abby's protecting us. Allegedly. 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 <laughs> 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 Everything's legit. Legal department yep. just kicked in. Sweet. Yep. 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 You know, it's getting late. <laughs> hey, wait, I don't tell you. We would talk about the serious questions on this show. That's what we do. We get them all out of the way first, and then we talk about the super serious questions for the last week. <laughs> That's what we do. That's what we're known for. Mm-hmm. Super serious. Mm-hmm. Things Things need to be discussed. Yes. But we could get in some legal trouble because they're still trying to get Sean Watson out of Houston, which leads me to believe there's nothing legally coming down the pipe. Probably mm-hmm. not. Uh, down the pipe. Uh, <laughs> that'd be up the pipe. <laughs> Depending on which way you're sitting. <laughs> but yeah, that's the thing. I mean, you're right. Teams are still inquiring about him. I mean, there, there's no been, there's been no state of punishment. Mm-hmm. Tyra Taylor, I mean, looks like he can be a competent starter, or maybe mm-hmm. just needs to play Jacksonville every week. Yeah. <laughs> speaking on speaking of the Texans, right? So not no, not the Texans, but the Redskins. So Ooh, Washington football team. Golly, you just said yes, that. I mean, my, my bad. Damn. You hate you hate Native Americans. Hey, until no. further notice, they're the Washington Sentinels. Yeah. Washington Sentinels. So, should Washington look into Cam Newton, possibly? With Fitzpatrick being out, I, I think it's it's worth exploring. Yeah. You think, you think uh, Rivera wants that kind of circus? He comes with a circus. He comes with a circus. But I think if anybody can around the circus, it's, it's Rivera. Yeah. And they do want to make the playoffs this year, again. Well, what team doesn't want to make the playoffs? Except maybe the Lions. Yeah. I was about to say, te- teams that don't have hope. We've talked about this before. That's why we all get so salty is because you get mad at Cowboys fans because we always have hope. Hey, 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 hey. Hope. hope to you comes around like Comet. That shit's like a once-in-a-decade thing for you guys. I've got a question for you guys. Which one of us has a team that's tied for first in their division? You're going to fuck that up in three weeks. What are you talking about? <laughs> that shit doesn't bother me. <laughs> and how are you... What's your record at first in your division? Oh, and one. Because everyone else is. Sure. <laughs> yeah, your, your whole division is garbage. That's to be expected. Mike knows about that shit. 
Who's your fan of? The Bears. Bears. The Bears. Yeah. I mean, they have yeah. promise. You know, they just they have promise. Hope is not a strategy. <laughs> it is if you're a Jaguars or a Lions. Because <laughs> because that'd be the first step. Hey, you know what though? <laughs> At least my coach will remain for the, you know for the entire season. What's that? <laughs> my coach is going to coach the entire season. Yes, you get Adam is far superior to your franchise just on that alone. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> and the Lions need to make way for Eric The Lions didn't tank for a pick either, so I like them. I like them. They don't need to hold on. They did before. Who? Yeah. Oh, the, 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 did they tank the year they went 0 and 18? Well, no, not 18. No, 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 no. No, that, that, that they was were just absolute garbage. <laughs> yeah, like tanking is like if you if you're not going to make it and you you get down to like three and. Three and fourteen. Uh, a, okay, if you don't win any games, you disrespect craft, and you're just terrible. And terrible. That's truck looks like terrible. Terrible. Yep, terrible. <laughs> so, and on, on that note, just how bad the Lions are. Hopefully, we weren't that bad. I think we'll, we'll end it right here. So, this has been Sandlot Sports. Peace. <laughs>